You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is show number 56, original air date, November 3rd. I am Rob, your host. And I'm your other host, Carrie, and you are in for a treat today because we are going to help you to not forget some of the most common items you are likely to forget when packing for your trip. Either coming or going. Yes, that's true. These are based on our personal travel experiences. I'll also share my top pro tip for packing and how holiday travel for 2020 is going to be a lot different than previous years. It is definitely going to be very different. And we're just starting to get into the holiday season now, too. I know Disney just redid their entire parks overnight. I know, right? <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of people are putting their tree up extra early this year because they're like so ready for this year to I be done. I haven't even really thought about that because usually we don't do it. We usually put it up late and then leave it up for four months. I know, right? So there is that. And speaking of things that we do, starting with this show... We're going to do something completely new. Each week, we're going to share a little bit more about us, what we call Rob and Carrie Trivia, or RK Trivia, for <laughs> short. RK, is that is that the RK. official? It official? is Okay, <laughs> makes sense. But this week, we're going to share a little bit more about the design of our show logo for Travel Talk Weekly. So Rob and I are both old movie fans. So let's see if you can figure out the inspiration behind our logo. So go ahead, look at your phone or however you're listening to this. Unless you're driving. Unless you're driving, yes. When you get a chance, take a quick look and see if you can guess. If you guessed that it's inspired by the old RKO Productions logo, you are correct. One of our go-to and favorite TV channels is... Turner Classic Movies. And some of our most favorite movies are from the late 30s through the 40s. And during that time, RKO Productions did a lot of movies. The radio tower on the globe as the logo always stood out to me. And so that's the story. That's what it was inspired by. We thought it looked cool. Yeah. And And this is kind of like a radio show. It is. Yeah. And it's travel and the globe and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Now we just need to tweak the design so we can put it on shirts. Yeah. Well, and then plus it is RKO. We just don't have the O, but we do have the RK. Rob Carey online. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, there we go. (laughs) I did try to get rkproductions.com and that was never available. Oh, well. It is election day here in the U.S. of A. So we hope that you have already or plan to get out and vote. As crazy of a year that 2020 has been, especially in the travel industry and also, of course, our friends in the hospitality industry, we are all looking forward to 2021 and what we're calling the year of revenge travel, or as our official travel agency theme, back to the vacation. Back to the future! So something a little inspired by that, for sure. And like the movie, Back to the Future and the trilogy, I think we'd all like to go back in time and see if we can have a a separate timeline that would be an alternate 2020. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Or travel to the future, maybe just skip the rest of this year and go to the middle of 2021. Back to the Vacation is obviously inspired by the best movie trilogy in history. And if you are working with a Creating Magic Vacations travel agent, Thank you. You are in great hands with your 2021 vacation. And if you don't have a travel agent you're currently working with, keep us in mind. 
We still think it will be a while until international travel to places like Europe opens back up, but there are lots of options here in the U.S. and the Caribbean and Mexico if you're ready to get away now. And we still have no idea when cruising is going to start back up. I did read, though, that this week was the last expedition cruise that was still going on in Antarctica, and then everything is totally canceled until April. And it does look like when those expedition cruises start up, it's going to probably start in the Galapagos. So that will be interesting for sure. I was talking to a cruise line president last week, and the odds are very high that as soon as cruising is back, we will be on a ship. And a luxury one at that. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. I know that Norwegian just today, um, the day we recorded this, announced that they are suspending all of their sailings through the end of December of this year. Yes. And the person I was talking to, they're hopeful to get something around Christmas, maybe right before Christmas going. Obviously, it wasn't Norwegian. I think it's more difficult for the really big cruise ships. Yeah, they have a lot more to worry about. Most people in a regular year will take maybe one to two vacations. And with plans getting canceled and disrupted this year, chances are high that you are out of practice when it comes to packing for a trip. I know that I have been. Um, Yeah, I needed this episode for myself. We used to travel at least one or two times a month, and we would go somewhere. So even though we did not travel at all from about March 16th through May 20th, that was a really long spell for us. And we have our, our routines and our ways that we pack for our trips. But because we were out of practice, our packing was a nightmare. It was not good. And that was just a very quick trip to Disney Springs in yeah, May. Yeah, in May. <laughs> and so we officially only had about two months where we didn't travel. I know there right now are people that still haven't traveled yeah. since March. And I think you forgot something, or maybe part of it was me. Um, almost <laughs> every time those first few trips we did, once Disney and Universal started reopening, If we're lucky, we remember it within five minutes of leaving the house because after we cross the bridge into Tampa, that becomes the point of no return. Like it would have to be, the only thing I would probably come back for is a phone or a wallet. No, that's true. Anything else, (laughs) you're like, yeah, we'll buy it, you know, when we get to Disney. (laughs) Well, and on my girls trip last week, I forgot something again, because this is usually what you pack for us, and that is our toothbrushes. And so I forgot that. Again, out of practice. We have one of those Philips Sonicare toothbrushes, and we even have a backup. And you would charge the backup and to get prepared and then left it on the counter. I know. Forgetting something is going to happen fairly often. It usually comes down to the same things you will forget. So here's our list and our solution on how to avoid this happening to you. So the first thing is toiletries. And I've forgotten all of these things. And that's why your little pro tip later on has saved us in the future. But of course, the toothbrush or toothpaste is something you often will forget to pack because it's sometimes the last thing that you'll use in your house before you go out. The good news is, is that most hotels will have a toothbrush and some toothpaste that you can get from the front desk. But just during the COVID times, things are a little bit different. So you can't plan on that. Also things like a razor. And yes, there's been times you forgot yours and had to use mine. Yeah, but I just, you always pack extra blades. Because you're, yeah, you're much better at packing the toiletries. But another common thing to forget is going to also be like chapstick and sunscreen. A lot of people assume that, hey, I'm going somewhere and I don't know if it's going to be sunny. Like when I went to Denver, it was really sunny on a couple of the days that we were outside. Sunscreen was definitely very important, even though it was freezing. When I first moved here a little over 20 years ago, and I was working at a restaurant, I was working the night shift. I'm like, oh, I'll just go down to Clearwater Beach and just hang out for a little while and, you know, 
it's February, so I'm not going to need, you know, sunscreen. Oh my gosh. My feet got so burnt. I, they had to send me home from work because I couldn't put shoes on. <laughs> that was pretty bad. So I, had a, I had a five gallon pickle bucket with vinegar in it just to soothe. That's an extreme case. But yeah, even, you know, we have friends down here from St. Louis that are staying down in Siesta a buddy of mine from literally grade school. And, you know, we, they come down here enough, they know that even when it's, you know, winter or colder up north, you can still get a really bad sunburn in Florida. Yeah. And destinations know that you are going to forget these toiletries. And so guess what gets marked up a lot? I'm going to go with sunscreen. Sunscreen, chapstick, razor, and toothbrush and toothpaste. All those things. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) We had just bought a new bottle of sunscreen in July when we went to Mexico and left it here. That was pretty expensive sunscreen. And it was, yes. You know, we're farther south. And it was July, so yeah, we definitely needed to have sunscreen. And of course, I accidentally put it in my carry-on bag, and then they had to throw it away. Yeah, that that didn't work out so well for us. That was the story of the most expensive sunscreen (laughs) ever. It definitely was. Another category would be charges for all of your electronics. A lot of us have iPhones and iPads and laptops and Apple Watch. We actually have all those. (laughs) But one of the things that you do want to find out is before you get to your destination, call ahead and see if they are going to have USB chargers. Because a lot of times when you're at home, you're charging it through USB. Like we have a, a whole pack where we can plug in like six different USB chargers mm-hmm. and see if they have those in your room. So then you don't need to worry about bringing that little um, connector that goes into a plug. Or if they don't have them, you need to make sure that you bring that connector that will go into a regular plug for your USB devices. And luckily we have a charging station. Our charging station is something we use every single day and it's usually on our list. You know, we don't forget that. But it can be something that you're most likely to forget. Now you could go to the front desk and sometimes they will have um, some chargers that people have left in the past, and they may let you borrow one of those. So that's something though. Yeah, I forgot my Apple Watch charger on this last trip. And I was like, shoot, so my, I didn't did have a your, watch. Your friends didn't have a charger? For no, it? none of them did. Something new for 2020. If you're going someplace that does temperature checks, like Disney, you should probably have your own thermometer. And we went from like the regular digital thermometer you put in your mouth, and that sometimes would take a minute or two and just got tired of that. So we got one of those little temperature guns like they use at Disney. Probably not the exact same one, but it's very accurate. It's, you know, you just press it to your forehead. And this one even has green, yellow, and red to let you know if you have a fever and if it's low enough that it's not setting off the yellow or red. You want to know that because you don't want to get over to Disney and find out you do have a little fever. This way you can cool down, take some ibuprofen, whatever you need to do. Yeah, or just stay on top of if you are getting sick that you don't go out. That's yes. something that would be advisable. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying go there if you're sick. I'm <laughs> saying if you only if you have a small fever and that's it. Yeah. No, it's good to know because a lot of places, like in Denver, a few of the restaurants that we went to, they checked your temperature just to get in. I did not know that. Yeah. No, it's very different. Depends on your state. So just for your own comfort, it's probably a good idea to just have that with you so that you can stay on top of it. Now, this next one is something that we have turned around to go back and get many times. but we were not over the bridge. We were not over the bridge, and that is sunglasses. Even if you don't live in a sunny state, and (laughs) you're you're not thinking that you need to pack sunglasses, keep in mind the destination that you're going to. And here's why these get left, is because a lot of times, most people will keep them in their car, and so when they get that Uber to pick them up and take them to the airport, it's just not top of mind to like, oh, I need to grab my sunglasses. And sometimes we'll switch cars and you have transition lenses. And so you're not thinking, oh, wait, where's my good sunglasses that I want to walk around for when it's super sunny? Yeah. So I have 
transitioner lenses, obviously, as you just mentioned. And also I have Ray-Bans that are prescription sunglasses. So I can't just pick up a cheap pair of sunglasses when we're you know, already gone. I need to have those. Yeah. And you want your nice sunglasses on vacation because you don't want your eyes to be hurting. That is true. This is something we've probably forgotten more often than we haven't. And But half the time we weren't using it when we did. And that's a swimsuit. It's just really easy to toss it in your bag, even if you aren't sure you'll be swimming. Uh, maybe it's, you know, nighttime, your parks are closed, and you want to go use the hot tub, whatever. Or you're taking a day off and want to go check out one of the resort pools. And we say Disney a lot just because that's where we go. Most that's, where we're, we're, that's where we can go right now, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> Here's one of our pro tips is the easiest way to not forget these things is to have a dedicated travel bag that has a duplicate copy of the products that you would need. You can call it your go bag, toiletry bag, whatever. And then you just grab that. So that means having duplicates of everything and backups. Yeah, like even our Sonic toothbrush, we have a backup for. We do, even though you forgot that too. Even though I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and like with some things like sunglasses, you may not have a duplicate, but get a cheap pair and put it in your go bag just so you have that. And then also maybe even set an alert or reminder for the day of travel that just says grab sunglasses. Well, and that's easy for the people that don't have a prescription like I do, or if you wear contacts. For me, I can't just go out and grab an extra cheap pair of sunglasses that have my prescription. So it's a good thing you have transition lenses. Yes. I have, <laughs> those are my daily my daily wear. I will not walk out of here forgetting my glasses. Yeah. No, I, I think having a go bag, especially if you're going to be traveling multiple times throughout the year, it's super simple. Stock it up with everything, and then when you get back from your vacation, restock it if you need to. And then that way you never have to worry about forgetting some of these very common items that are forgotten. I can't even tell you how long I've been using you know my travel bag now, my you know my toiletry bag. It's been many, many years, and it's always got some things in it. What I'll do, and I'll mention a list here, is I'll make sure that the things in, that I need are going to be stocked. For example, Two things that I always bring with me when we travel. Breathe right strips. I sleep a lot better with my breathe right strips. Prilosec, I do have acid reflux. Things like cologne, hair gel and hairspray, Febreze, which is also really good to get the like the wrinkles out of a shirt if you're hanging it up. Shaving cream, uh, razor with extra razor blades, moisturizer, Q-tips, and then I have a small brush that fits in there. I don't have my big one that I normally use, so I have a smaller version of that. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty decent list. Now, you may also want to pack a small first aid that just has like some Band-Aids and some basic... That's true. I, I forgot to put yeah, that on the list. That's, that's something that is good to have in there as well. And then also very, very important, any medication that you need, because in a lot of cases, you're not going to be able to just get that prescription refilled if you forgot your um, important medication. Exactly. But you know, in most cases, though, if you do forget something, you can buy it at your destination. It's just, it's a hassle and you're going to pay for it like a lot more than normal. Another pro tip is to have a written or a printed checklist. And that becomes even more important when the trips are longer. If it's a weekend trip, you know, if it was a two day trip and I forgot my razor, you know, I probably don't need to shave every day. But if it's something like my sunglasses, yeah, (laughs) or, you know, one of the chargers where we, you know, we have to be able to stay in touch. And that's why it's always good to have extra charging cords, because even if you don't have the plug in, as long as you have a cord, a lot of the hotels now have a USB plug in. Yeah. And they all they're all starting to do that more and more. And this is very timely advice because some of you may be getting ready to travel for the holidays and you don't want to be forgetting these things because you haven't been doing trips this year. As you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas are right around the corner. And for a lot of people, that usually involves traveling to spend time with family and friends. Although California has some very weird rules that we'll talk about in a few minutes. Yeah, this year is definitely going to be very different. And the question is, should you travel 
for the holidays this year. In general, the health experts are saying traveling is fine if you're going to be cautious, follow the rules, wear masks, have multiple masks with you, and social distance. And of course, I can't believe people need to be reminded about this, but wash your hands. I know, right? Well, when I was traveling this past week to Denver, I can tell you that from my experience, the airport was super, super busy. Most people were wearing their masks, some very, very poorly. You have to pull it up over your nose, you know, like just having it on your chin is not smart. My flight was super full both ways, and there was not a lot of social distancing happening at the airport. And we know the obvious that this year, holiday travel, a lot more people will be driving than flying. And plus, the number of flights that are available is way down anyway. Yeah, and it's kind of weird to think about a whole new way of planning for getting together because in the past, family and friends would just show up and it was, hey, the more the merrier. And now it is smaller is better. You and I originally planned on being on a cruise ship during Thanksgiving. We knew that our Disney cruise in March and our Royal Caribbean cruise in April were not going to happen. And we were so hopeful that our Royal Caribbean cruise in April was going to happen that we didn't cancel it right away. We're like, no, no, they're probably going to come back. And we were way off the mark on that. But we thought for sure... The October cruise that we had on the books for Asamar to go to Europe and the planned November cruise that we wanted to take over Thanksgiving, we had not chosen a cruise line yet. We we thought for sure those two would happen. Yeah, I was actually really surprised that November didn't end up happening. But yep, now it looks like we'll be enjoying a small Thanksgiving with my friend Jen and her family. So they're actually coming down to Clearwater. So it'll just be the six of us her two kids, her husband, and then you and I. What I'm hearing and reading is that that seems to be the magic number for getting together. Yeah. I just read that the UK has that is the size that group gatherings should be as well. They say should be. Yeah, I know. But also we're talking about Thanksgiving and they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Maybe they celebrate something else in November. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just get together. But obviously... Christmas is the same way, you know, Christmas with the family, the extended family. Yeah. And of course, the UK is in full lockdown mode right now. That was So crazy. they're trying to, yeah, I they're just not, trying I to prevent that. that. I know. So our friends across the pond, hang in there. You may have already heard about this, but California in particular has some really crazy rules for Thanksgiving Day festivities. Yeah, these were nuts. I have no idea how they're going to enforce them, but the governor and the state came out with some guidelines that I really thought was a, a satire piece from Babylon B, which is a really hilarious Facebook page to follow if you don't. So check out Babylon B on Facebook. They come up with some brilliant ones. In the article that was a real article, they even like further explained some of these things that I just thought was crazy. So the first one is they no more than six people. So I think we can agree that's a fair number. But the explanation was crazy. Yeah, if you have three grown kids that are married, not a house, you can only invite two of them over. Yeah. But not their kids, which would be your grandkids, obviously. So how do you even do that? I know, right? So crazy. The second one is it has to be outside. So if you're doing a gathering, you have to do it outside. And they also said you can't sing or these other two things, chant or shout. And that's usually a tradition for most people Thanksgiving, if not the shouting, <laughs> Chanting is pretty cool, and know, now you can't do that. Who's chanting at Thanksgiving? I do Thanksgiving? not know. Yeah. But the shouting... But they were so specific, though. When does a family Thanksgiving not end up with shouting? I know. It could be happy shouting or yeah. sad shouting. We don't know. You burnt the turkey. No, the stuffing's great. Whatever. <laughs> I do think that you really should exercise a little bit of caution and look at the numbers in your area for COVID-19 or where you plan to travel because some places are better than others. There are some that you may not want to travel to anyway. And if you do plan to travel somewhere, stay in a hotel, make sure you stay in a hotel 
that follows the COVID-19 guidelines and also has a very flexible cancellation policy. Also, make sure you're going to know your food options because some of the places you may think, oh, this will be open. We'll have Thanksgiving dinner there. They won't be open. Yeah, that was a struggle, actually, um, when I was in Denver because they've limited seating. And so all the places we went to, we we had to get a reservation and the reservations were full because they're they are very low in terms of how many people can go in those restaurants as compared to how it is here in Florida. Now, when I was booking our hotel for our Denver trip, I was choosing between two properties because we wanted to have three separate beds because, you know, it's my girl's weekend trip. Nobody should have to share, share a bed. And it was actually a really easy choice. So I found two properties, but one of them didn't follow the guidelines for COVID-19 and one did. And one of the things is they have where nobody could have stayed in that room prior to your arrival for 24 to 48 hours. And that those places, they, of course, they do all the cleaning procedures and all that, but they do enforce social distancing and wearing masks. So if you are going to be traveling It's interesting that there are some hotels that are open that aren't following those guidelines. That is crazy. And with home rentals, not all states have opened those back up. And we know some people are just going to go ahead and rent out their place without any guidelines, which is not a good choice. No. The best thing you can do, though, is talk it over with your family, your friends, if you want to spend the holidays and make sure everybody is comfortable getting together. And if not, come up with an alternate way that you can. I mean, I imagine there's probably going to be a lot of virtual family Thanksgivings this year. For some of you, that will be better. <laughs> for some of you, <laughs> right? <laughs> might, not, might not work out too well. And for some people, that will be a relief. Other people, not so much. <laughs> so Thanksgiving can sometimes be stressful, except for us. Last year was amazing because we were on a cruise in the Southern Caribbean. Yeah, we were on a Windstar ship and... I loved it. We flew into San Juan, Puerto Rico. We cruised from there. And now I want to go on a cruise for Thanksgiving. Although Jen is a really good cook and she's cooking. Yeah, we know we can't cruise in November. I know. And it's probably the best place to start your Caribbean cruise because every day we were somewhere different. So there was like maybe one sea day, but every day we were at a different island down there. We were pretty far south. And by flying into San Juan, you're going to eliminate a bunch of sea days. Yeah. No. if If you do love sea days and big ships... Yeah, there are still the big ships down there, just not as many. Yeah, there were less than 200 people on our particular ship, but there were some big ships that were leaving out of there. So I guess, you know, if maybe plan for your 2021 Thanksgiving for a cruise. You can book them right now. Yeah, you can. So there's a few tips for you if you are planning on getting together for the holidays and just do it safely and exercise caution. This year is going to be very, very different for the holidays. And so pop, is. pop on over to our social media on Instagram or Facebook and share with us what are your plans? Because as we know, as we're working with people from all over the country, everywhere is so different depending upon your city. I mean, the people in California have a totally different viewpoint of what's going on than we do here in Florida. Well, yeah, because they can't even go to Disney over there. We can do it here. Yeah, it's like so, so, so different. But regardless, we hope that you do something to celebrate your holidays and that if you do travel, you won't forget those most commonly forgotten things. We hope you walked away from this episode with at least one new idea that will help you in your travels. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Our advice, it's time to get back to the vacation. The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only a page. And remember this, it's never too late to start exploring.